God the Father is a historical God. In history, God has always engaged with his creation. God continually comes to creation with deeds of judgment and deeds of salvation. This constant movement of salvation is history. Now, God's way of salvation does not change. God promises salvation, but at specific times in history, he fulfills those promises by doing a new thing. When these historical moments occur, God sends prophets. God sends a prophet to properly identify these historical moments. This is our scriptural record. In the ministry of John the Baptist, God is, once again, doing a new thing in salvation history. And John's significance must be recognized. For Jesus says, truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. And if you don't recognize the significance of John the Baptist, you would not be able to know what, you would not be able to know that God was doing something new in salvation history. This is the significance pointed out by Malachi. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord, whom you seek for salvation, will suddenly come to his temple. Salvation is brought by the messenger of the covenant as it says, in whom you delight. This new thing in salvation history is still going on today. This new and current messenger, John the Baptist. Now on one hand, no one greater among those born of women but there's a, there's a paradox. Because yet, on the other hand, the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is still greater than he. The new deed of salvation in God's history is so wondrous, so awesome, that even the least person who by faith alone is able to come under that blessed reign of heaven. That person, including you, can be regarded greater than John. So, how's it going? Well, in our reading, we learn how God's reign in Israel has been faring from then until now. From the days of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. 
another paradox. On one hand, John is the greatest man born of women, pointing to a new thing in God's history of salvation. And this message is responded to by violence. It just doesn't make sense. And this is the Lord he points to. Jesus Christ is the greatest thing in the history of salvation for you. This is the one of whom that Israel has sought out. This is the one that Israel has yearned for and needed. And the response is violence. Murderous weapons. Like a cross. Murderous mouths. Then and now. Tongues of swords. Like our own. Even now, because this new thing in salvation history is still going on right now. Now, it's easy to blame the outside world. Christian churches are persecuted. Bills are turning into laws that go against your religious freedoms. And sure, John the Baptist does speak to them. But never forget, Elijah, who is to come, has a message for you to accept. You are part of the paradox. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. On the one hand, you're in the midst of salvation. God's engagement with creation is happening right now with you. Blessed salvation brought to you by God in the flesh, Jesus. His means of grace are with you in your history. The kingdom of God currently reigns among us. On the other hand, you respond with violence. Violent, pastor? Any sin against the word of the Lord is violence against holiness. Murderous mouths kill. It is violence against God's very own history. Here is how it happens from our small catechism. Consider your place in life according to the Ten Commandments. Are you a father, a mother, a son, a daughter, a husband, a wife, or a worker? Have you been disobedient, unfaithful, or lazy? Have you been hot-tempered, rude, or quarrelsome? Have you hurt someone by your words or deeds? Have you stolen, been negligent, wasted anything, or done any harm? These are the instructions in the small catechism prior to repentance in confession. Repent. And turn to whom John points to. Jesus Christ. Conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. We are in the midst of this moment of the history of God. And God the Father is a historical God. God the Son is a historical God. God the Holy Spirit is a historical God. And he engages with you directly, now writing History.
Jesus coming to be born. Historical fact. John the Baptist, the Elijah who is to come. Historical fact. Jesus, death on a cross for, for you. Historical fact. Jesus, resurrection from an empty tomb. Historical fact. Your forgiveness of all your sins. A fact. And a part of the historical narrative of God. And this cannot be changed. It happened in history. Your forgiveness cannot be taken away by any force. Your sainthood is immovable. God's way of salvation does not change. Your forgiveness does not change. God has fulfilled his promise by doing a new, by doing a current thing in history. And his name is Jesus Christ. And as for John, John is the promised messenger of God, and he is the final Old Testament prophet. This is just as another prophet, Malachi, told us. And we learn in our reading that all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. But sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to us. Why do non-believers just don't get it? Good news doesn't seem to settle in their hearts. They respond with sin. Sinful actions, which is violent to God. And they respond in the sin of silence, with hardened hearts. Either way, they do not turn to the Lord. So no, it often will not make sense. Period. This is a true paradox. But Jesus says, it will be this way, so you must be willing to accept it. Accept it and believe. Accept the words of Christ in faith. He who has ears to hear, let them hear that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.